Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My talkers, thanks for hanging out with us on this Tuesday. It is a nice, warm Tuesday, and if I'm looking out the window right now, the sun is out, and that is, of course, because Lori and Julia are entering your speakers right now, and it's going to brighten everything up for at least a few hours here, right, guys? Yes. Okay. Oh, we certainly are. Yes, yes we are. Yes. Okay. Tuesday, the most productive day of the week. Julia's been very productive today. <laughs> the whole office listened so to her be productive. <laughs> but I'm done. I'm done. I had to do a project. Um, yes, so then. Okay, so I watched Jason this morning on his TV show, and I laughed so hard, so hard, because he, they do these fish out of water things Kendall and Jason do, and yes. so... Blah, blah, blah. And it's winter. So uh-huh. there's a lot of winter activities. And as Jason told us, the gays don't sweat or what was his thing? I don't we know. Don't the put they, don't, in- they don't pay for risky sports. Yeah. Risky. I'm something. a gay man then. You are. <laughs> okay. You, okay. So so he's they're going to go skajoring out at Canterbury Downs. What the hell is that? I never heard of it before in my Lovely. life. But it's where you ski behind a horse. <laughs> Okay, that okay. sounds dangerous, dangerous. and okay. horrible. Well, first of all, there was no, everyone speculated around the office if he would even do it, and mm-hmm. everyone decided no. And then luckily for him, he has Mr. Big Toe, so he couldn't put put his feet in the ski boots that they had different sizes. <laughs> it was hysterical watching someone who doesn't Cinderella's ski. Cinderella's Well, just watching someone who doesn't <laughs> ski put on ski boots, which are the most uncomfortable things oh. in the world. Yeah, you have to put your foot oh. in first and go forward to step back. I was laughing so oh hard trying. I mean, what? do you ski in a downhill ski or a cross-country you ski? You ski and you can either do snowboarding. It's downhill skis. I would downhill. think so because the, the, the cross-country are too skinny. You'd be crossing Sliding, over. And if you're not attached in the heel, you know, right. it'd be dangerous. Okay, so they're downhill. So they're downhill. But just trying to fit his feet in. I was laughing because I know everyone knows kind of who skis. Your boots are like the worst thing to get on and off. It's mm-hmm. like the worst part of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So just watching him do that, he didn't have to do it. Kendall did it. So he got out of that. But he <laughs> rode a horse. It was hysterical. Like. How did Kendall do? She did fine. Oh, yeah. She did fine. Have you ever heard of this? No, but it looked like a fun challenge. I thought it looked kind of fun. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, you know, if I'm getting paid. If you have a TV show, yeah, exactly. and someone does all the producing, paid. and yes, someone yeah. goes and arranges I mean, it for you, is this a thing? Apparently, out at Canterbury, there must be a course or something. I don't. Okay. I didn't get all the. I just couldn't get over laughing at him trying to put his foot in there. And then, um, <laughs> Mr. Big Toe. Yeah. Oh, it was it was so funny. And then last night, um, a friend and I went and did hot yoga. 
And it's her second time doing it at the club. And I've been there several times, but they have these cards you can take. Like, it's okay to touch me. And you put it in front of your mat if you want assistance with the movements and things like that. Right, right, right. Okay. That's funny. I've n- I never knew that. I got <laughs> okay. a couple of hot yoga and we didn't have cards. Oh, they so. have these cards in a basket. It's okay to touch me. So she puts them down. We're the only two people in there. We're thinking it's Valentine's Day. Here we are. You know, mm-hmm. but more people came in. There's maybe yeah. about 12 of us or something. Okay. But we have these notes and in front of our mats because she met me there and she got us all rearranged first. And so we're going into like... It's the relaxation time. It's breathing. the breathing time. Mm-hmm. It's the go in a pose you want to be in to mm-hmm. work your breath out and mm-hmm. your energy out. And mm-hmm. right. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> leaning forward, and all of a sudden she comes over and she goes, "You have a card. It's okay to touch you." We aren't even warmed up. Okay, my friend, I couldn't look at her because all of a sudden I'm like, "Uh huh." She said, "This is going to feel good." Honestly, she pushed me so far forward. My nose was like in my thigh, like airy. I don't bend that far. Yeah, me and, either. And that my tight knee, I'm like, oh, she's like, and I couldn't complain. And I'm just thinking, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> to my friend. Is there a safe word? Please touch yeah, right. Pineapple. I mean, what, are you doing? Right. what are you doing to get out of this? I was just laughing so hard. And she's oh. like, I couldn't look at you afterwards. We just burst into laughter. It was hysterical. And I'm like, oh. Don't use that card again. No. Not at the beginning of class. I'm going to hide it under my mat until right. I'm warmed up. I mean, yeah, I was right, just like, oh, right. this is going to feel or good. Or add everywhere and put it out at the end of the class. <laughs> <laughs> just write in everywhere at the bottom. <laughs> Take my pulse. No, it's in here. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was, anyway, it was a funny, it was a nice little Valentine's Day night. That hot yoga boy sometimes had us everything. Yeah, but getting pushed forward before you're warmed up. Oh. I mean, when I am warmed up, my stretching is like reminiscent of a cement block. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, Lori, Lori's I, not limber. I am not I'm limber not, and I, I never have been. I'm more than Reminiscent you. of a cement yes. block. I There's no more. And if you run with her, her feet are cement blocks. Yeah. They're clod hoppers. But I can dance. That's but she right. can dance. Mm-hmm. You can dance. But no, it is like that pushing forward and when, like you can, you do that like more towards the end of class. Oh, Lori, I was, I was like, huh? Good thing you weren't bridging. I, well, Something might have felt better. I don't know, but I was just, it was one of those moments. And then afterwards, the class ended, and we just looked at each other and just both burst into laughter. Yeah, I would have too. It was so fun. How hot was the room? Was it? Good. It was nice. It feels, you know. I know I've done it, but I don't like it if it's like 95. That's too hot. That's too hot for me. Then I can't breathe. Mm -hmm. Oh, I... Yeah, I'm like more like 85. It was like 85, and they don't get that hot here. Okay. You know, but it was, it was nice. some of the rooms are smaller and they uh-huh. set it and then you get all those bodies and then you get like the tooting <laughs> well, you and hear the exhaling you and all of that. Yeah. And then it all this feels This isn't hotter. that situation. Okay. It A little was, bit bigger room. It was just nice. It was just nice. Well, How was everyone else's Valentine? Well, uh, Casey and I didn't do anything. Nice. It was Monday night mm-hmm. and, you know, so what, who cares? But we did finish Reacher. Oh, <sighs> I started so it. Good. I started you, it. I got three episodes in last I know. night. Isn't you it can't so stop good? Watching I, it. I couldn't stop. The only reason why I stopped because I got to midnight. I was like, I got to go to bed. But, yeah, oh. Alan, it is so good. Alan Richson, follow him on Twitter. He has been kicking around Hollywood for a long time. He's thirty-seven. This is his huge break. He'll become a household name, oh, and um, he's very funny on Twitter. He's retweeting fans who are like. 
telling him how much they liked the show, and it was just really excellent. And he's got a little bit of humor in him in the show, too, he does. which Very I much like. So. And it's, Very it's, much so. It's, 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 per, it's the perfect amount of humor yeah. for his character. So yeah. we were, like, kind of happy I about that. that show. Are like, you sad it's over? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he... We both, and I think you did, I know you did too, but Justified. Oh, yeah. And Bosch, you know, also, you know, books. Lee Childs is involved Mm -hmm. with with this. Jack Reacher, Michael Conley. It's on Amazon Prime if people want to watch it. Michael Mm -hmm. Conley's involved on Bosch. You know, there's going to be a a Bosch spinoff when he retires, you know, the character retires. Justified. They're going to do a movie. Yeah, it's Elmore Leonard and a book and... So, I mean, it can be like a long, good career for oh, him. But yes. I'm very impressed with uh, his Alan. Abs. And I really like his abs. Oh, my gosh. And he changed his and shirt all the time. All the time. Because his character always shops, shops at thrift stores. I love that. He doesn't that. carry any bag or any Nothing. extra thing. So he just goes to his thrift store, Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in the South, they have those bins that you put the clothes in. They have them up here, too. I've never seen... Really? They take oh. them down in the winter, or oh. they put them away. I want to dr- shop at his thrift shops. He looks pretty dang good uh-huh. in whatever well, he's wearing. Even with his shirt on, he looks mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, Let's be real, I, I guys. think he does a little lifting. And a Bachelor, little. Bachelor Nation, he put on 30 pounds. Yeah. Play that. Bachelor Nation rejoiced last night. Did they get rid of the, the evil woman? Shanae. Shanae's <laughs> finally gone. She the villain. Shanae left the building. Meryl, Shanae Meryl Streep of reality TV, she even admitted that she fake cried with him to try and convince her to give the two-on-one date rose to him. Oh, so she, she just started admitted. crying, and then in the confessional, she goes, that was so hard to work up that many tears. <laughs> she, so She's definitely act. getting a job on Bachelor in Paradise, you guys. <laughs> oh, I believe definitely. you. All right, listen, when we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Well, the Hollywood news that Variety uh, reported yesterday was, in fact, correct. Because this morning, GMA confirmed what everybody in Hollywood knew yesterday. And that is that uh, producers went with the trio of uh, funny women, if you will. Because they all are funny. Amy Schumer, Regina Hall, who had... A scene-stealing part in Nine Perfect Strangers. Um, she is that where that's I'm Regina. Up her I mean, she's been in lots of things, so but that's about what, less, a lot of things, a lot of things. But she kind of every time she was on screen in Nine Perfect Strangers, she was one of the highlights yes. of that show. And then Wanda Sykes, who's hysterical. So um, the last time that there were three hosts at the Oscars, because the last time we had a host was 2018. Jimmy Kimmel. Right. And then for three years, they haven't had it. And even though the people, the critics, the actors kept like, get a host. The yes. show needs a damn host. But the last time that there were three hosts at the Oscars. Oh, and by the way, the New York Times did confirm that first asked was um, Steve Martin Martin Short and Selena Gomez. Oh, and they said no. They wanted to do it, but the boys, the lads, Martin and Steve Martin, are out on the road. 
Um, oh, doing their... Selena Gomez has some other filming thing. and I was timing. Yeah, timing, scheduling That would have been issues. a fun combo, but these guys are going to be great. But, but like, the one thing, I haven't watched Murders in the Building, but people were like, Selena was a great comedic actress and was great with those guys. People said, because I started it, and uh-huh. I made it maybe three in, and said, you like what you said about your show. All of us, all of you are dead. You need three. Yeah. And people love all the murders in yeah. the building. So I'm going to go back to that. Yeah. So anyway, so they did have that, uh, that, 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 kind of, that they were not the first ask. But the first time there were ever three hosts was the 1987 Academy Awards. And it was Chevy Chase, mm-hmm. Goldie Hawn, and Paul Hogan, because they were all at the top of the box office in 1987. Crocodile Dundee, Fletch. Private Benjamin, maybe? And Private, oh. Yeah. I didn't sign up for this army. I signed up with, for the one with the condos. Right, right. Oh. Um, and the only time um, there have been multiple women at the Oscars hosting was in 1977. Ellen, Bern, Ellen Bernstein, uh-huh. Jane Fonda, Warren Beatty, and Richard Pryor hosted. Wow. That's a loaded... That's a loaded docket. Again, all of those get all of those four people would have been at top of the box in 1977. Mm-hmm. And then of course the disastrous duo of for James Franco and Anne Hathaway in 2011 will never be repeated because that was a disaster. A disaster. Mm-hmm. That whole show. We we talked about that for days. Yeah. It was so bad. So I think um Despite the New York Times revealing that the first to ask, you know ass hosts were Martin Shorts and um, Steve Martin and and Selena, the ladies seemed very excited. Amy Sh- uh, Schumer did a very funny Instagram. She better get watching movies. I saw that. And um, so anyway, I just want the show to be entertaining. That's now it. the producers did say they're not going to each host a different segment. They're going to work in concert, Good. whatever that means. Good. So. So not everybody gets an hour. They'll just, yeah. No, no. and that like would that. have made no sense. You know what I no, mean? No, right. I like they that. They can take turns doing, you know, different things. But uh, so anyway, hopefully these three women, their input is counting for 80% of it and the producers only 20%. There you go. Of the show. To, to trust, trust, the, trust yeah, these women. Grant, before you started working with us, how long has it been now? Me? Has it been like six months? months? Has oh, it yeah. been nine months? How yeah, long have you been with us? I would say I started, I think I started in July of July, last yeah. year. So six mm-hmm. months. Yeah. Um, did you ever watch award shows? Uh, I always watched the MTV VMAs growing up. That was the big one that I watched. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the Oscars were, you know, that's something I do watch. Other than that, no, not too much. Okay. Not too much of a big award ceremony. Yeah. Well, so you're gonna have to. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I know. Yeah, it's your but, new job. Exactly. Um, this was prior to this it's job. It's fun though, but it hasn't been fun for since we've had a. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Post. It, this without the house, last, it's uh, been terrible. No, I know. Because and without, no one kind of taking advantage of funny moments, and it just seemed awkward the way they would trans, transition. I think a lot of George Snuffleupagus, old Snuffy's kids, are going to be very disappointed because they wanted it to be Tom Holland from Spider-Man. Remember, that was one of the first rumors. And that was it. That's all yeah, it was, was Tom, but he Tom kept saying, Holland and Zendaya. And Zendaya, he and they just and I know Grant. Yeah. You think Zendaya is the bomb, and oh, I'm she's, so she's she is stunning. She's a great actress. Yeah. She's she's and she's universal. I mean, look at her in, in Euphoria, yeah. and then yeah. look at her in No Way Home. I mean, Home. I right. wonder opposite. what would have happened, but they weren't asked. That was a completely good made up rumor I by the it. Daily Mail. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And um, you know, wishful thinking sometimes can make things happen. But true, I want the women to be in charge and not what the producers think. With their idea of unfunny skits. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see, Laura. Produce the order, you know, do all that, mm-hmm. but you know, let these three women because you I have said it. The three of them, they're funny. They're well, funny. Wanda Sykes, boy, oh. she used to crack her skin. Oh, oh she is still funny. Hysterical. Yeah. Oh. I haven't seen her, and she just hasn't. I haven't seen anything from her in a few years, at least. Oh no, she had a stand-up special on Did Netflix, she? and she mm-hmm. made the rounds of talk shows like last summer for that show. And then she, she was on a sitcom else. for a while, oh, and not I as like a main show, it. but she was a like a third third person on a sitcom for a while. You're having a cluttered memory, Julia, and in the study of Da, we're gonna go over what's oh, happening with people in right, our cluttered point it out. listen i have it too it's wow. amazing our cluttered memories are bursting at the seams <laughs> okay. all right grant what's happening with the traffic well we do have a lot breaking up with that roommate that never washed the dishes and pretty much every other talk radio station on the dial ever not here this is where talk is fun my talk 1071 We're playing the royal music today because today some news broke, which we knew was going to happen. But basically, Prince Andrew was forced to do something he didn't want to do. So he didn't ruin his mom's platinum jubilee, which is 75 years on the throne. And this broke like mid-morning. I think we've got a little thing from ABC News Live. We have a bit of breaking news for you out of Great Britain right now. Court documents are showing that Prince Andrew has reached an out-of-court settlement with Virginia Roberts Gouffray, who accused him of sexually assaulting her when she was underage. A letter to the court says that both parties will dismiss the lawsuit when Prince Andrew pays an undisclosed amount of money, making a substantial donation to Gouffray's charity in support of victims' rights. The letter also says that Prince Andrew regrets his association with Jeffrey Epstein and commends the bravery of Miss Gouffray and other survivors in standing up for themselves and others. I'm sure he does. Uh, so much to unpack here. First of all, when Prince Andrew was doing all his blustering uh, about how ago. he wanted to go to trial 
and wanted to have a deposition. He welcomed it. He looked forward to it all this time. And I'm going to say since the beginning of probably December, they have been working on the exact wording that he would agree to and she would agree to. That she would agree to. And I find it interesting that just nine days ago, the queen said she would be thrilled and proud if the side chick, Camilla, becomes queen consort next to uh, Prince Charles, who will be king. Because she was always, she was never going to get that because of the circumstances of she and Charles. Right. But he's been running things, I think, for the last nine months. I would agree. I I, I mean, she goes to appearances, Mm -hmm. but he's like an acting regent. And he probably just said to his mother, we are not going to have this stain. Get rid of it. And, and and but one of the things I will pay out of my personal money or whatever. Right. But you have got to make my lady be queen consort. Mm-hmm. And I will make sure Andrew goes away, that this goes away and I will help him right. with the money. Right. And I think all this time in December, January and February, they've been wording they have been working on the exact way that he would confirm victimizing Virginia Jeffrey, who was tr- sexually trafficked by his buddy, right? Ghislaine Maxwell, convicted for that, and Jeffrey Epstein, the dead convicted, you know, sexual offender. So. He never intended to malign her character. He certainly did. Just just a couple of weeks ago, he was looking forward to exposing her I know. for the liar she was. I know. Well, they just said enough. Enough. I, I think I 100%, Charles put his foot yes, down. Yes, I would too. Yeah. Stop. This is mom's big time. Come on. But that's mom agreed then yeah. about the Camilla. Doesn't that kind of... It makes sense. Kind of makes sense. And he did mean to call her a lo- lawyer. And I think he also said he regrets his association with Epstein and commends the bravery, blah, blah, blah. So he's basically, he is paying a large sum of money for something Huge. he did do to her. Huge. And he actually had claimed in that BBC disastrous news night that he never knew Elaine Max- yeah, Maxwell. And then the photos came out of him just like maybe a month or so ago. Now the Daily Mail is reporting the settlement is $10 million. Okay. Okay, $10 million. And um, Buckingham Palace declined to comment on the news. And what is the one royal thing we can count on for sure? Buckingham Palace will what? They will never comment on anything that's true. True. They only will say (laughs) something if there's a kernel of truth in there. Their policy is they don't say a thing. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm grateful that this has gone away. I'm grateful for her. And for her, she's got to be very, very happy about that. She Remember, she was a teenager when she was sex trafficked um, uh, to him, to to Andrew. And he lied and lied. And there's no way he was going to get deposed in two weeks. And they did not want that humiliation scandal. And uh, the... I mean, this story, this I'm royal... I'm happy for the queen. Uh, 
Same. Yeah, that this is gone because yeah. what a horrible year she's having. Royal expert Richard Fitzwilliams was asked why such a huge payment if 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 Andrew keeps proclaiming his innocence. And he said, essentially, has he admitted that he's done any wrong at all? No. Regretting his association doesn't count. He claimed innocent, but he is settled and many will regard this as an admission of guilt because if he was innocent, why did he pay her? The relief at the palace will be almost tangible now that the threat of further public humiliation, humiliation. in this civil case has been lifted yeah. after the settlement. This was always a 97% certain that this would be settled, mm-hmm. at least in the U.S. And it now just here, took so much longer than I think anyone ever expected it to be. Then royal expert Richard Fitzwilliam mm-hmm. goes on to say, Prince Andrew has simultaneously over two and a half years managed to become a serious embarrassment, a national joke, mm-hmm. a symbol of entitlement and the worst sort. If it ever got to court, his humiliation would have been a cause for international celebration. The questioning he would have faced would have been devastating. And although it would not have overshadowed the the Platinum Jubilee celebration in June, this would have cast such a huge cloud over unique royal uh, year. The public will not forget his interview with Newsnight, the photographs, and his disastrous friendships with Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. There is no future royal role, role other than helping to quote royal unquote royal. manage the royal estates mm-hmm. in other words living in an estate the lodge that the queen gave him oh so yeah they've been holding firm virginia's team and you know she called his bluff and she won it and you know um so I don't know if if that's what she's happy, but uh, you know the jubilee is saved for sure. But I feel like she is happy I in that she's she settled, too. and um, and they'll the British public and and the tabloids will care about this for a couple of days, and then they'll get right back to att- attacking Meghan and Harry. Probably, you know. I mm-hmm. mean, when you think about the attacks on the two of them versus you know what he has done, really. When you look at it, scandal after scandal after scandal and embarrassment. So, yeah. So, he remember, he was going to take him straight to trial. Oh, I know. No, mm-hmm. I know. And I'm, swear. I'm just, I'm just. He's the most not guilty man ever accused of a heinous sex crime. <laughs> he was, he's just dumb. Yeah. He's so dumb. That's the thing that I think that it was just hard to watch how you're so dumb. And, and yeah, and and and, and the stories were becoming increasingly about like people that in the old Buckingham Palace they must have had people sign NDAs for like 20 years. They they all expired because they all, all the crap expired that was coming because out about maids how, and butlers how and bad he was, how mean he was to people. Yeah, rude. just gross. Yeah, yes. rude, rude, rude. Yeah. And um, you know, and she you know filed this lawsuit back in um 2021. And he dodged that thing, remember, for a couple of months mm-hmm. before they could even serve him. He victim blamed her. She just is popping the champagne today, I'm sure. And then some of the money, possibly all of it, because 
I, I'm not sure because it's kind of coming out with the details are we just right is going for um to have help with sex trafficking yes. and victims of sex trafficking. They did say that. Yeah. In yeah. Because mm-hmm. it w- it's kind of, you know, I know law and order, my comfort food. But You're, one of the yes. things I've become educated on, Graham, from watching law and order SVU is that sex trafficking is right up there with drugs and counterfeiting money in the top three bad people. Crimes. crimes committed, yeah. Yeah, right. crimes committed. Like you don't, they, it's just, you can't even stay on top of it. It's so huge mm-hmm. and prevalent. Yes, I would agree. You know, right. and so anyway, that's a little law and order. And then, you know, what we learned about counterfeit money on, on Jack Reacher. How about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that was that in was, that book. See, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. I got about how... 80% of the currency in the world is American $100 bills. Yep. And the most counterfeited. And it's all about the paper. <laughs> yeah. That was so fascinating yeah. to me. Yeah. And they make, when they're making counterfeit dollars, they wash, literally put the money in bleach it and wash yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they print it before the hologram and the new printing yeah. came out. And, and it goes redesigned. out to foreign countries. The ma- and stuff. That was. And that was really in a Lee Child's book. I'm I mean, sure. I would be fascinated. I know he never has to give interviews or anything because he's such a popular author. But he, the stuff he comes up with in the Jack Reacher books, yeah. as far as what the crimes are, how our our Marine, you know, police investigate, you know, who's out of the uh, out of the Marines, how he stumbles into cases and towns and then figures investigates and figures it out it's so fun oh so good anyway it's so good all right anyway well well, we shouldn't have to talk i'm really glad that's over and charles has also told him stop driving in and out of windsor lodge waving and smiling at the photographers make yourself scarce and use the back road yes Okay. We don't want to see you anymore. It, it, yes, go away. True. It, go, go away. Go away for a year. So I think we're yeah. not going to see all of Andrew's waving, you know, yeah. photos of him going in and out of uh, Windsor Castle. Yeah. So good for you, Charles. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be right back. It's time for a, a, a slightly cringy moment in music that's happening. Oh, my word. That yes. is happening right now. Uh, Nick Cannon um, has a new song out. It dropped yesterday on Valentine's Day. It's called Alone, and the song samples her 1990 track, Alone in Love. But Grant's got it kind of queued up. So Uh, we don't have to hear swearing. Well, not even that, but just like getting right to the lyric that is basically about Mariah Carey. And then I hope we have the next few lyrics, too, but we'll see. There's a little bit of, I think, some swearing, so I'll have to check. I think I I have to stop after that. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so he's confessing all that, but the track before that, he says, I say I'm cool when I know I miss it. I traded all for the case if I could have you back, if I could go back to where we started. And that's sort of more at the beginning. But he does admit that, you know, he's running the streets and the sheets and all of that. So he 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 wants her back because he needs help taking care of the well, six kids he has I, with six other women. So he had four babies last year and one of them passed away. And before that, he and he has them with like three. I think he has eight children. Yeah, but four in one year. 
Yes, yeah, it's a it was, lot. That it was is a very busy year. Running the streets in between four different. Sets so of you, th- so ten thousand um, a week. He's up to right now, and he wants her back because he wants her money. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, he described it in his press release as an ode to Mariah Carey. I mean, he's basically admitting everything. Uh, uh, you know, that he did. And he tweeted it out because he says he's alone on Valentine's Day. I guess the ladies who he was running in the various sheets and streets with have like, were, are not happy about maybe, maybe he said, you're the only the one I'm with. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So I didn't really, when I listened to the whole song, I just kind of thought it was more like a, I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I guess, like, he does probably regret it. He was had it all on Easy Street with oh, her. Oh, my They word. were crazy about they each other. They were crazy about but each again, other. But again, like Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore. The age difference. The age difference when they got together and she was ready to settle down. And he thought he was because he was in his 20s. Right. This is where they Madonna were... is right not to marry any of her backup dancers that she has a thing with. Just oh. have me and, and Mariah, same with her Brian Tanaka. She's like, I'm not getting married because that's just gonna ruin everything. Right. She's fifty two. What do you think Nick Cannon is? Like uh, Nick Cannon is forty one. Okay. Oh. So when they got together, you know, she was in her I mean, gorgeous. She was in her thirties, but right. he was in his twenties. Right. And that was the young boy lust yeah, of the guy, the crush that we all had, because I was the same, I'm about the same age as him, and I right. know the crush he had on her. And and what Lisa Bonet and Jason Bamon, yes. right. you can have these 10, 12 great years together, Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher, yep. but it's sort of that if the woman is in maybe her, if there's the possibility that people want to have children or want to sow their wild oats. If you don't do it in your 20s, a guy will do it in his 40s. Yes, that's true. And I think I found that lyric you're talking about, if you want to quickly hear the okay, one you okay. first mentioned. I yeah. mean, don't we all say that about a love that we regret maybe yes. saying goodbye to? Yes. So, you know, I don't really think that... Uh, it's anything more than that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, he He's getting a lot of attention. He is. Because of the, what's in it, and he released it on Valentine's Day. I, and I don't really even mind the song and he let us know he's alone and he admitted he's running the streets i'm still in all the sheets having babies and and paying the paying them all like you said yeah models and singers and actresses oh my (laughs) yeah he's not schlepping in that category that's for sure no so anyway but people are having a lot of fun on social media with that but you know nick cannon's like hey take it and by the way listen would somebody tune into my talk show How about, I'm just thinking back to when um, they broke up and Mariah Carey was with that billionaire James Packard. Oh, the Scientologist yeah. Australian guy. We hated him. <laughs> and that he was, was a rebound he so was hard for her. such a rebound so hard because... Because I think she was heartbroken when mm-hmm. Nick wanted, made it clear, you know, I'm I'm out. I, I, I see myself with other women, mm-hmm. not just you. 
And then he was so ugly, remember? And then he, like, gained, like, 100 pounds, that Packard guy. Like, he blew up. And that was when she was with the Russian. Yeah, she, he was He was, the she was with Stella, and yeah. she was having a hard time because her manager was at Stella, and then they did that reality yeah, show, terrible. which no one would have agreed to her doing in their right. Her right mind. She was just, you know, I think she, she was, was broken. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree. Okay, now uh, your boyfriend, <laughs> Bruno Mar, oh, and of course, Anderson Pack was... Um, Playing you know, the drums for Eminem. That's right. At that's, the Super Bowl. So uh, Silk Sonic has covered a, a classic single by Con Funk Shun. The song is called Love's Train. You might recognize it if All you're right, old, see. but this yeah. is their cover. Okay. I have both, so we'll do the, okay. new, we'll do the new one first. Okay. okay. 70s are and baby. It's so good. Love it. Yeah. All right, let's hear the original, okay. Grant. Okay, this is the original Con Funk Shun, right? Con Function? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know this. Mm-hmm. Thank you, uh, Silk Sonic, for reminding us of the 70s song. R&B and how much good music is out there. Do you remember that song? I do remember yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, there's such a... 70s are just... You can just sway to that. You yeah. know? Like, oh, man. I wish I would have been a little You're making out. You're dancing. You're cooking. Maybe you're screwing. You're right? just kind of dancing in your car. Oh, men wore fancy shirts and had mustaches. And were high-waisted polyester That's pants. so funny you say that. The shirts that they're both rocking in the mm-hmm. picture for this video that they have yeah, right now. Yes. They've got the little mustache, the yeah. pencil stash. Yeah. The big, you know, the big collar silk opened up, opened yeah, right this, down. You know middle. what? In the 70s, men, and the, even into the even into the 80s, there was like a lot of great peacocking is what I call it. Yeah. Where guys really, really wanted to just fly and sharp and cool it always kind of makes me feel bad, like for the the couple generations that have had to, like you know, get excited about baggy and flannel and backward nineteen nineties yeah. stuff and scraggly beards. I'm just like, yeah, I'm so glad that I was like young when young, young, young and horny when the guys were looking as good as the ladies. And my favorite thing that's coming back <laughs> really is that. Is a turtleneck on a guy, and oh. that's the other, and that's what Anderson Pack is yes, wearing in the other so, photo. That's so sad. That is so my look. Yeah, I love a turtleneck on a guy. Yeah, literally, Anderson's got the turtleneck. I see it. Even if beautiful. a guy just wanted to make a slight nod to looking like handsome and cool, yeah, get yourself a good turtleneck. I love that. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.